0: Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal Chrisanne Hall here, dot com. As we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality Welcome JC, as you can see We are still on the road And we will be on the road for the next two days Back in studio, Lord willing On Wednesday Uh, we are on our way well we've just finished up in uh, Utah and Nevada I mean we had a really great meeting in Las Vegas it was a it was a small private group of people who are sick of the governor's mandates sick of the governor saying that the casinos can be open but the churches cannot and I did a presentation on the um, overreach of state and local government as it compares to the Nevada State Constitution. And J.C. gave his presentation, um, Righteous Resistance to Tyrannical Authority, right? Right. And it was so much fun. I love being on the road teaching again. I miss being at home in the studio, but I love being on the road and teaching and so today I have a, a few stories that I want to talk about. I know th- these stories are deeper than what I think people believe. Uh, I want to talk about the bikers in South Dakota, JC, because just leading off with that, we've, we've talked about this issue before, how uh, the headline is thousands of bikers, and this, this uh, was run in the Guardian, by the way. Thousands of bikers heading to South Dakota Rally to be blocked at tribal land checkpoints. And what has happened is that you have all these people uh, converging on Sturgis, and some of them have to go through the uh, tribal lands. And because of COVID, this is an ongoing problem here in, well, there in South Dakota because of COVID, the tribes have blocked the highways. And they said, I'm sorry, you can't go through the land. Even on non-COVID days, the tribes have said non-residents of South Dakota, non-resident license plates that are non-commercial, are not allowed to pass through tribal lands. But now they're saying even People with Oregon plates or South Dakota plates, sorry, uh, non-commercial cannot pass through. And it's creating this this animosity, this this difficulty between the people of South Dakota and the people trying who, who were trying to get to Sturgis. But the bottom line is, it's their land. They You cannot get angry. That a sovereign government will not let you move through their land.
1: Well, you can get angry.
0: Well, you can. Yeah, right. You can get <laughs> angry, but it's not a righteous. They have the right to block it. It's not a righteous indignation. It's it, it, they have the right <laughs> to do that. Look, if we have the right to build a wall at the Mexico border, then they have a right to say this is our sovereign land. And you've got to do ABC to pass through sure. and so once again the media will ignore the fact that these people are a sovereign government and for me JC that's that's just more of the same isn't it I mean for decades now the American people and I'm not trying to pick on anybody but the facts are the facts the federal government has made treaties with these sovereign governments. As a matter of fact, in order to become a state in the Union, the Western territories had to agree to let these people remain sovereign governments. It was part of the the, the treaty between the U.S. government and the Indian nations. It was part of the agreement for a territory to become a state, and for whatever reason, I mean, y'all can fill in the blanks all you want, but the bottom line is the federal government has never properly honored their treaties and their obligations to these sovereign countries. And so
1: this stuff as reaction to COVID again. They continue to float the narrative of two years, now I've heard three years, there was just an article in NPR that said um, COVID may never go away, but it'll be like the common cold. Yeah. Right? So it's going to be here forever, via, uh, vaccine or no vaccine, for, forever with COVID.
0: Well but we the vaccine doesn't work for the regular flu virus right. every year at flu season yep. you get the whole propaganda go get your flu vaccination so you don't die
1: but even in and then even in saying that doesn't mean we're going to social distance and wear masks forever. they said you know in, in two to three years, we might not be wearing masks and social distances any, anymore. So,
0: In that narrative to
1: continues <laughs> to go. Two In- years, two years, two years. Now three years. Um, meanwhile, the numbers, even their numbers, are dropping like a rock. I, it, I just, and then not to mention you got the whole. Is um, <laughs> censored this video. Uh, but the summit who said there's a cure and there's a cure out there and people are blocking the cure. And then you have now the ED medicine that's shown to be a cure. Um, and so even with that and the numbers dropping, uh, it, this it's the continual, continual narrative of, of this laying the foundation to keep uh, various controls and restrictions going on forever. That in at least two years.
0: Do you want to hear something funny, JC? You actually sent me this article, but what I thought was interesting about this article, right? This is the headline. Thousands of bikers heading to South Dakota rally to be blocked at tribal land checkpoints. Now, when I saw this article, I thought it was going to be another in-depth discussion about the, the battles between sovereign lands and the treaties and the agreements and all of that. You know what it is? It's, it's literally, I'm looking at it, like the first two paragraphs are about the headline. The rest of the story is about how South Dakota has never shut down. Because of COVID and how they're endangering the rest of the world because they never shut down, you've got uh, you've got the governor's tweet right up there in the middle of the page has nothing to do with the the the. Yeah. The struggle here with the tribal lands, it says, I trusted my people, they trusted me, and South Dakota's in a good spot in our fight against COVID-19. The Sturgis Motorcycle Rally starts this weekend, and we're excited for visitors to see what our great state has to has to offer. And they're highlighting the fact that they're buying t-shirts at Sturgis that says, screw COVID, yeah. I went to Sturgis.
1: So it's the same, it's the narrative again. <clears throat> the white man is is trying to kill the indians with with disease again, oh. again right? here we go again the white man's there trying to wipe go. out native americans with germs
0: yeah but the, you know they don't make that connection Could we, but it's a psychological they, Could they
1: like let's hire some people with some imagination come up with something original <laughs> Could, i mean still keep re regurgitating the same propaganda
0: yeah, so they did interviews with people there. And again, this is The Guardian. And then this guy says, I don't want to die, but I don't want to be cooped up all my life either. Uh, and we're all willing to take a chance. And so the whole thing is about, you know, making more COVID fear, right? When in reality, the governor never shut down the state of South Dakota so why would they do that now they have good COVID numbers we don't and here's the crazy thing jc all of the quote-unquote experts have said that because this COVID is a virus it can't survive in heat because remember the virus is not a living thing it's a string of proteins surrounded by a layer of fat and when you get it into the heat the fat melts away south dakota is not the hottest state in the union and if south dakota can have the have the success with with herd mentality with with herd immunity if they can have the success from just trusting people to be responsible with their own health like we do every other flu season why is it That our state of Florida has to be running around like a bunch of stinking chicken littles, bodies in the streets, bodies in the streets, when Florida ought to be infinitely safer than South Dakota, just by biological chemical facts. So, once again, it's all about this craziness. Yeah, yeah, right, whatever. (laughs) They blocked. Look, guys, so thank you for reminding me. While we're here, little housekeeping, hit your thumbs up, hit your subscribe, right right there, sorry. Hit your subscribe on YouTube and hit your thumbs up in Facebook. Uh, hit the little heart on you, on Twitter, but make sure you please share. It's been working, guys. I'm watching it work. When you share. We overcome the AI algorithm. If you share, then they can't block us from getting into people's feeds. It gets into your feed, and then it gets into other people's feeds when they share from you or when they subscribe to you or however it works. But please, 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 please share.
1: So if you're going to Sturgis, you're going to have to maybe have a longer route. Plan ahead. Yep. (laughs) Take a detour. There
0: is... Uh, By way,
1: sturgis gets crazy just yeah <laughs> just fyi
0: yeah yeah well, we we had a friend in california who went every year and every year he brought back pictures of sturgis <laughs> when we lived in monterey when we lived in monterey california one of our friend our neighbors went to sturgis every year and he would bring back pictures we would sit and go oh yeah. my gosh which, which i
1: which i never wanted to see no
0: <laughs> and, and I, some and, of them I can't can get rid of. And can never
1: unsee them at this point. <laughs>
0: some of them you cannot unsee.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, Sturge is not really on my list of things to do because of that. Like, if he hadn't showed me those pictures, I might have stumbled into that place at some time. But having seen that every year when he would come back, yeah, scratch that off the list. <laughs> Not interested.
0: Not on the bucket list, JC. I like
1: motorcycles. (laughs) You know, I like riding motorcycles, all that, but no.
0: Sturgis isn't on your bucket list. Nope.
1: Nope. (laughs) I mean, if you, you know, if it's your thing, cool, that's great. I
0: don't,
1: nothing against it, but.
0: Oh, no, not at all. But we've all got our things. we all got our non-things.
1: Sturgis is
0: JC's non-things. I don't
1: have to scratch my (laughs) eyes out with a spoon.
0: Do you know just, what I, to
1: survive <SSSSSSSS> flashed, <SSSSSSinghi> another non-thing
0: non, non- thing for me is? But maybe, non- that's mm-hmm. maybe that's
1: changed. Maybe that's changed.
0: Not not to make a comparison here, but just as an identification of another non-thing for me. A non-bucket list thing. Burning Man. Oh, for
1: sure. Got
0: no desire. Got no desire. And and every year they... But every year the media shoves that down your throat. Like, oh, this amazing thing. You gotta go. You I, can't experience yeah. it. Like, I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Pretty sure mass satan worship (laughs) gathering was i i didn't assume that was on your bucket list.
0: Well, you know, maybe because some people don't know what it is. I didn't know what it was until you know I started looking around. Yeah, no. All right, so this is this is an issue that I want to bring up because once again, CNN is lying. CNN is manipulating facts in order to create an issue. This is the story that I'm talking about, and you have to have seen it everywhere. Georgia Georgia student who posted photo of crowded school hallway called it good and necessary trouble is no longer suspended, her mom says. The original article came out, says this, I don't, I captured the wrong headline for some reason free speech experts, cnn says call on public schools to not penalize students for sharing images of maskless classmates okay so what you have is a student who is taking pictures of her classmates because they the school public school started all back up again And this student is freaking out because the kids aren't wearing masks, they're not required to wear masks, and they're not social distancing in the hallways. So she's snapping pictures and putting it on social media. Hmm. Well, the school has a policy that says if you post pictures of our students in school on social media, you will be suspended. Well, CNN is trying to turn this into a First Amendment issue. It is not a First Amendment issue, it is a privacy issue. Now, just to be clear, the Supreme Court has said, you know, I practice First Amendment law, I dealt with these cases for years. The Supreme Court has said that students do not check their rights at the door when they enter into a public school situation. Right. But this is not a First Amendment issue. We are talking about photographs of minors being put on social media, on the internet. That is why the school has that policy. It's not an anti-First Amendment thing because it's dealing with minors. And if as a church, okay, so if we have church, we have a worship service. This is something else that we did. I did when I practiced First Amendment law. If you have a church and you have a children's service or whatever, and you snap pictures of kids worshiping and you put them on the internet without parental permission,
1: you could have problems.
0: You could have big problems. And the government schools have long understood those big problems.
1: So that's the basis of the policy.
0: That's the basis of the policy. Now,
1: for this particular student, they came back and said she's not suspended. Right. And, and I think it seemed to me what's going on there, many other elements to this. But if you, if you compare the policy, uh, and then look at the picture. So the intent of the policy protect the privacy of the children. Mm-hmm. So the girl's picture actually was, if that's the only picture Mm -hmm. was the back of the heads so there's no real identifiable children's faces whatever so it seemed reasonable for the school to go back and say no you're not suspended because the spirit of this policy is to protect privacy you didn't actually uh right you know violate anybody's privacy because it was just back of people's heads so i think in that sense all of that sort of was right now one interesting thing is when you listen to this 15-year-old in the, uh, you know, interview circuit <laughs> that she now seems to be engaged in as a full-time job, uh, listen very carefully. Watch the interchange, and the questions, because now they've got this their, you know, famous quote, and it's in all the headlines. Watch that exchange. What you will discover is she's coached. Yeah.
0: Oh, this absolutely. This was scripted.
1: So there's a phrase where she allegedly quotes, you know, tips her hat to the late John Lewis in yeah. saying. Like
0: she even knew who John Lewis was. Yeah. Give what, me what was, what was, what's
1: the phrase again? Let's pull up the headline where she says, uh, good and necessary trouble if you you see in the interview where she first delivered this phrase there was kind of this sort of hiccup pause awkwardness thing so it 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 seems very clear that her social justice parents coached her use this phrase in this thing and she does and it was all like this hiccup where she pauses and like almost for approval like did i do that right and then it moves on <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so you know it, it's another one of these things like the um uh, like the little Wendy's, the little Wendy's girl, the environmentalist. Oh, yeah, Wendy's yeah, yeah, Girl with autism or whatever.
0: <laughs> with her braids. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's just like, it's just like that. Like we've got this. Cause we know her
0: parents trained yeah. her. We're using yeah. her as a prop.
1: Yeah. She's been, she's been, you know, conditioned and boot camp to be a social justice mm-hmm. warrior. So anyway, I thought I'd point that out. It seems because they're making much of this. Cause again, John Lewis just died and now you, you know, you can't criticize him and they made this whole thing cause Trump, was like being mean to the late John Lewis because he said he wouldn't go to his funeral. Right. Trump's like, he didn't come so to you didn't draw Trump in here
0: somewhere, right? Yeah.
1: So, so, you know, this has been a thing. This is now a prop for the media. John Lewis, John Lewis is a convenient now sort of bludgeon and, you know, flag that they wave out there. So I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was interesting how that, how that was used and how, You know, her parents used her and and this whole coordinated propaganda machine of the left and how they do things. So that was uh, that was kind of fascinating. And and I think sort of classless in how you sort of how they're uh, taking the opportunity of, 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 you know, using a dead guy. uh,
0: Well, when you see anything that says free speech experts call Mm -hmm. on public schools, you have to know that somebody's getting lawyered up. Yeah. Right. Somebody's getting trained. Somebody's getting getting lawyered up. Somebody's getting coached.
1: So so point is whether you think she should she should have been suspended, not suspended, reinstated, whatever. It's not a First Amendment.
0: It is not not a First Amendment Amendment issue. The other thing that I wanted to bring up, because this is something that she said in the interview. She says, I don't think it's right that we should start school now. Maybe we should have waited a little bit longer so that we could make precautions and get safe, you know, and be safer. I I just want to say this on the record, J.C., Um, you don't have to go to public school. (laughs) You don't have to go. Just because they open the doors, you don't have To go. As a matter of fact I'll point out that for four solid months they had school online. Most of these schools still carry online virtual alternatives so that students who are afraid to go to school can still have school online. So little Miss Penny's in a wad who's all fearful and has to snap pictures of her classmates because she says here she says um, I took it mostly out of concern and nervousness after seeing the first days of school. I was concerned for the safety of everyone in that building and everyone in the county because precautions that the CDC and, and guidelines that at the CDC has been telling us for months, that's her messing up her language, not me, now weren't being followed. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're that scared, stay home. Yeah. Stay home. Virtually learn. Don't go out there and try to mess it all up for everybody else. Yeah. yeah See, that's like the if definition you really of selfish. what
1: you were saying yes. you wouldn't be there. So. You
0: wouldn't even be it, there. It's not like somebody's holding a gun at your head and dragging you in there you telling know, you have to go. That's her
1: opinion, it's fine. Express it whatever, but it seems clear it's sort of an orchestrated stunt mm-hmm. in that sense, and that's it. I don't know, you know. If we were if we were big time public figures I would get totally blasted for having said that just now but that's the way it, it smacks as a as a stunt contrived again if oh, you yeah. really believe what you're saying you wouldn't be in the middle of that crowd to be able to take a picture all right so but now let me say this I I, I have to say uh, I don't understand the conservative the mad conservative uh outcry to reopen public school i i i cannot wrap keep my
0: keep shut down around
1: this <laughs> the resources being expended in in the passionate argument by the conservatives by the republicans to reopen public school I, I mean is the only is the only sort of reason here that okay the kids you know the people that have to go to work but yet their kids at home and they can't i mean people can't go to work anyway I, I don't understand where the argument's coming from. For me, if public school never opened ever again in the history of time, there are very few things more positive that could happen for America than that. So I am at a loss to comprehend why so-called conservatives, which of course we know that label, but you know what I'm saying.
0: Can I, can I maybe I don't give an explanation? It. Please. It's the same explanation that I would offer conservatives as, to, are as to why <laughs> Conservative conservatives keep fighting to change the curriculum in the public schools who complain that that Common Core is destroying our, our, our students, that our students are being brainwashed, and yet the same people who believe that still send their kids to the public schools.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, well, this, this, facility,
0: don't. this facility is passing out poison to our children every day. They will have a, a dose of poison that will eventually kill them. We need to change yeah. that poison. Open we now. Gotta, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Now. But even when it was when it was open we need to change that poison we need to know if somebody is poisoning my child i might argue that we change the poison but the first thing i'm doing is taking my child away from the poisonous situation right so you have this situation and it's the bottom line and people have a hard time separating themselves from public education even the conservatives well, we have to work. How do we do this? We can't afford this. This is the whole cry for vouchers, all of that stuff. It's, it's, it is a, a lack of ability to deal with the fact that public school is not going to be good for your children. And at some point in time, you have to make a sacrifice as a family to change that situation for your family. So when the schools are closed, right? They are in the same, they're now forced in the situation we've been recommending they do the whole time. Take your kids out, homeschool them, private school them, don't send them back. Well, now, you know, people are going back to work. What do I do with my kid? So that's basically, it's not even statism, JC. It's I need to maintain this lifestyle and comfort, even if it means my child has to go someplace for an education that I know is bad.
1: Yeah, I don't get it.
0: But I, you know, yeah, there, I don't there's, know. But we know.
1: And I mean, and, every... then the, and
0: now we're. I'm gonna. You know, this is what's gonna happen, Chrisanne. You don't understand.
1: Whatever. You know.
0: So like, people are gonna first come off, at we, me.
1: First off, we travel all over the freaking country. There's not a single place we've ever been. Not one. Not one single place.
0: Two hundred sixty that... meetings in over twenty-two states every year. For seven years. And
1: not one place, not one, not one is without some homeschool co-op. Yeah. Not one. Mm -hmm. There's a homeschool co-op. Every single town we have ever visited, there is at least one parent who, however they manage to do it, does not work and supervises a room full of homeschooled children. Every freaking where. And if you say there's nothing like that here, surely there's at least one person somewhere in town that would simply be an adult body in a room full of children who have been removed from public school. And now they can sit amongst each other just like a regular school, except it's not public school propaganda and brainwashing. You got, just as an example, the Ron Paul curriculum, right? 500 bucks. Okay. Which you can, you could like save up to pay the 250. It's like 250 access fee and then 50 bucks for the classes. That's it. And, and people act like, Oh, that's a lot of money. No, it's not. No, it's not. When you look around at the money you, you waste oh, on things that are not as, as important as your children, you pay you more can than that. Do that.
0: You pay more than that for your cell phone. So you pay more than that for your cell phone. Oh,
1: sure. So you got, so you have. Here's the parent that doesn't work. That, oh, yeah, I'll do it. We'll do it at your house, right? Got an internet connection. They're there. The kids go there. we get
0: three parents. We'll do it at my house on Monday and Tuesday. We'll do it on your house on Wednesday and yeah. Thursday. Do it at my house on Friday. We'll whip off every Friday. They
1: stream their classes. The supervisor checks. Hey, they're okay Getting their work done. Okay. That's it. School day. But, you know, so I, there is no... No reason. No reason. And and JC, that's absolutely brick and mortar public school. So when
0: you when you talk about that, no way, no way.
1: I'm going to get on the open the schools now bandwagon. No way.
0: But the but the solution that you are offering, right, is the basic minimum most homeschool co-ops that we have found across the country are not the basic minimum they not they don't have right. just parents right. babysitting kids while right. they do school they have guest teachers yeah. they have actual you know teachers that are trained in in chemistry, in mathematics, in whatever, that come in. Because when you have a home, homeschool co-op, you're not paying private school tuition. So the parents can crowd share the cost of providing a sure. teacher, right? So what you're doing is you're bringing in a teacher for an hour a day. What do you have to pay somebody for an hour a day? Yeah. And you just crowd share the education, and then you have a confidence that in what your children are learning, and that they're not being brainwashed.
1: No reason for the public school system. No. None whatsoever. No. And and I think especially
0: more so now today than ever.
1: If, and this is going to be harsh, and you know they can unfriend, tune out, whatever. I'm just going to say it very plainly. If if you complain, and, and by the way, I sincerely believe. The American education system, public education, including, you know, uh, elementary school, high school, and public colleges, are the number one enemy to this republic and the people's liberty. Period. Number one enemy. It is the place that trains an army, an army of anti American subversives every single day of the week. Okay? And so if you are the person who believes anything close to that and you complain about what's going on in the school and you have your kids there, you are the biggest freaking idiot walking the earth. You are a moron, complete moron and you should shut the hell up. Do not ever ever criticize public school while at the same time having your children there because it is too freaking easy today in this world to take them out and not have them there. It just is. And argue all you put, all the comments in the chat, come on the page, do whatever you want to. I know what I'm talking about. You don't understand our situation. Yeah, I do. We travel every country. We've homeschooled our child for his entire educational uh, life. It is that easy. It is that easy. If your priorities are right and you make a commitment, there's so many people out there so many people out there with so much experience who've done this there's so many different ways to do it there's so many online and curriculum available that you don't have to break the bank with and if and if the the idea i mean how many people do we come in contact with all the time that talk about how their children turned into liberals because they went to, they were part of the public education system. These are conservatives saying this and complaining about their children becoming liberals because of the, that influence. Okay. There is something freaking wrong with your brain. If you can make those complaints and you know, they have to be there. And then the, the, right, This system is destroying the liberty, our liberties, destroying the country, destroying the future of your children. And the excuse is, well, they need to play sports. Really? Okay. Okay. We want to sacrifice Western freaking civilization so they can play a game. And by the way, it's also nonsense because there are so many independent sporting groups and events and, and things to access out there. What's the baseball re- one is
0: Babe Ridiculous,
1: ridiculous and- argument. Yeah. So you will get no quarter here from me on that topic, right? Come at me, bro. Uh No way. I don't care what your excuse is, what your argument is. I've heard them all. And again, we're talking from, we've homeschooled first private school children. And then, in fact, I taught in private school. I was administrator in private school. And then we've homeschooled our son for, I mean, what, however many years, where is he at? Nine years, to 10 years, uh, you know, so, no, it's nonsense. Nonsense. There's no reason to be there. It shouldn't exist. First off, federal government has no authorization to be involved in it in in, in the first place. It just shouldn't exist. It shouldn't exist. And so, for any anybody advocating, we got to open this thing. Get out of here. No way on God's green earth am I joining that argument.
0: Well, not only that, JC, as a solution to this issue, homeschooling, you've got the schools shut down. How many teachers... Are not going to school? How many teachers don't have a place to go every day because the school is shut down? You've got a workforce that, because here's the thing, and I'm just going to make this clear. I know JC believes this too. We have family members that are public school teachers. What we're saying is not about the teachers. There are teachers in the system who love the students, who want to do right by them, who believe they're doing right by them. So you have a full-fledged workforce who doesn't have a job to go yeah. to every day. You can go to your best teacher. Everybody has good conservative teachers in their school district, good teachers that, that share the beliefs that you do. Go to those teachers and say, look, we would like to start a co-op to teach our children together. It's not gonna be a school. You don't have to be there every day. You don't even have to do lesson plans. We'll provide our children with the curriculum. You just simply be present if they have questions about how this math goes or whatever. And then you crowdsource with all the parents that are there and pay that teacher for a couple hours a day. Because that's the other thing, JC, when you homeschool, it's not an eight hour deal. It doesn't take eight hours to homeschool your kid. (laughs) Education happens in three hours max, and it's a better education than if you're going to the to the pub, you know, the public school system.
1: And that's another one I've heard by the way. I laugh at. So you, JC, you want all these teachers to lose their job? Uh, I I want so the people who are uh, either intentionally or unintentionally brainwashing my children and destroying destroying the future, either you know. On purpose or just because they're part of a system. I I don't want them to get paid to do that. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Find a job in the new system. Yeah. Once once that one's gone. Yeah. Yeah. What idiotic. I. I oh. This conversation gets me wrong. Because I've had it a thousand times. I just. You're crippled too high for crutches. If you're a conservative complaining about the state of this country. And then advocating any kind of help. For the public school. Shut up. Go away. Move out of this country. Stop being an idiot.
0: Well, you have so much choice here. That's the whole argument about school choice. Oh, we don't have school choice because we have to pay... Taxes to the public schools. No, no, no. This is not Germany where you go to prison for putting your children into a public school Or or for homeschooling your children. You don't go to you don't go to prison for homeschooling your children You can put your child in a private school You can do what you have to to pay for the private school. You do what you have to to pay for that $42,000 vehicle You do what you have to to pay for that that $900 cell phone You do what you have to to pay for that vacation. I just don't understand the slip of priorities when we're talking about, and I won't even say, I would say arguably in most cases, when we're talking about as parents the most important thing you will ever do in your life. That is, am I wrong? The most important thing as a parent you will do in your life is train your child up, to be an adult
1: you know I and I, I think about you know oh, the good they're good teachers and whatever. I'm glad my cousin I'm glad she's in mm-hmm. the system because I know she's not going to be supporting the nonsense and she's sort of and a, her
0: daughter too a, a foil
1: yeah. for that mm-hmm. she and her daughter who are public school teachers I'm glad they're in there to be a foil for what what is typically happening. but would I prefer the system didn't exist? They wouldn't even have the possibility of being in there? Absolutely. Well, but they are teachers. If we didn't have this freaking brainwashing prison camp... I wouldn't need my cousins in there trying to undo this this thing, trying to trying to stick their fingers in the dam.
0: But these women are called to teaching. They would not be without a job. They could no. not deny that calling. Of they would be in a place where they would do what they're doing in a place that respects children, respects their minds, and yep. respects the future of America. You don't this idea that I don't. How do you get that? The idea, J.C. that if government does not provide us with school, that children will stay dumb and illiterate is so mind-boggling to me and so offensive as a parent. Do you know what that says, JC? That says that every parent in America is so irresponsible, is so inconsiderate of the children that they have in their household, that if the government was not compelling them to send them to a government school, children would be on a dirt floor picking their nose and never learning to read, write, or speak.
1: Yeah. What about poor people? Dude, this is not 1437, okay? Uh, people would people would make sure, all right, charity-minded people. In this social justice world we live in, you're telling me people wouldn't uh, create a way for disadvantaged poor people to get educated? Give me a break. So another stupid argument. This is one you will never sway me. You will never make a, an argument no. that's going to change my mind. No, me either. You're, you're being harsh, JC. Yep, and I'm going to continue to be harsh. Never will Falter in any way whatsoever. The best thing that happened to America: public education goes away
0: and here's, today. And here, and and again, how? Why will we never falter? I'm always putting this on on social media when these things come up. Like three hundred sixty-five thousand four hundred ninety-eight reasons why my child will never go to government school. Right? right? Why do I have that? Because I believe in my heart and in my soul that this is the most important thing we do as parents. Your job is not more important than raising up your child. You know what's interesting, J.C.? Christian parents. The Bible does not say your job is an inheritance of the Lord. Your career is an inheritance of the Lord. But it does say that your child is a direct gift for you from god to whom he has given you responsibility and stewardship do you know what that tells me jc that tells me that when i stand before god how that young man who he becomes is going to be on me i am going to answer for that i don't i will never understand parents christian parents Sending their children to government schools. Yeah. That's, you know, I, uh, look, here's the thing. You, you are a secular humanist. You are a socialist. You hate America. Then send your children to government school because they're going to raise your children up in the ideologies that you share. That should be your choice. But if you are a Christian, if you are a conservative, why would you send your children to a school that does not only that that not only does not reflect your values but teaches contrary to your values? Yeah. Teaches your children to love government and hate God.
1: By the way, we've spoken to we've now spoken to numerous people. I've heard this um, many places we've gone in the last little while, uh, there's a there's a whole group of parents all over the country rethinking this thing mm-hmm. because of COVID. Be- they're it's out. A great thing. They're out. They're not in school. There are. They're there realizing are it's a,
0: not as hard yep, as it.
1: There are a large number of parents. Mm-hmm. We just talked to. I just talked to. Mm-hmm. Had this conversation with a group in Utah. They're not going back. There are kids that were in school, not going back. Right. So they're instead they're looking for ways to educate their children without public school. Right. So there are there are several uh, positives to this COVID nonsense. Right. And that's one of them.
0: Right. Right. The other positive. yay. Okay. And the other positive, JC, is the number of people that are finally realizing that government is is or can and is overstep its boundaries. Yep. We have now a focus on local government that we've never seen before. In 10 years, JC, we have been teaching in 10 years we have been teaching people to not to watch the federal constitution to watch a federal government as a reflection of what we do locally, right? Mm-hmm. So we have said I, how many times have I said this and people look at me like what? And tell me I'm crazy. If you ignored the federal government for six years and concentrated on local government, you would have a better world.
1: Instead, we've ignored local and state government. And and look who's now issuing the dictates and the lockdowns and the business closures. It's not federal government. Mm -mm. It's your state and local government.
0: Because we've got mayors and governors that look more like monarchs than servants of the people.
1: You know, it's nice with all the parents Talking about not sending their kids back to school, uh, you know and they're looking for resources, which which we're launching on a whole new uh, uh, new build for Liberty First University, mm-hmm. and packaging a, a whole uh, progression of lessons on Liberty First University that we'll, we'll share really soon. Um, that will help the homeschoolers and and anybody else looking to get. Educated on your own, outside is, of the propaganda brainwashing prison camps that we call schools and universities.
0: This is... This is this I'm looking is forward to
1: that. I'm excited about it.
0: This, this. this is life-changing stuff. We are teaching things at Liberty First University that no one else is teaching. No one. And we're giving it in a way that no one else is giving it. When I get testimonials from people who are older than I am and tell me I have a degree in history, I have a degree in political science, I sat down and listened to you, Chrisanne, thinking I knew everything, walking away feeling like I know nothing. It's because we've been teaching the wrong things for a very long time. And at Liberty First University, this is this is what we do. Change the world through education.
1: So go to libertyfirstuniversity.com, get signed up. You'll be there. <clears throat> You'll be there ready when we launch.
0: If you're sending your the child to government school in transition to get them out, yeah. right? You everybody needs a transition period. Why don't you go to godgunsliberty.com and get them a T-shirt. There are tons of T-shirts. Can you imagine sending your child to a, to government school with a liberty addict T-shirt, <laughs> or a right to keep and bear arms T-shirt, yeah. or a T-shirt that explains why peaceful noncompliance is an essential check and balance oh, on man. government? That,
1: that'd be great. I would. That'd be a great. Send your child shirt for a, a kid
0: for a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I. I. You know, JC. I feel like that'd be fun. We, I, I want to let's 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 rub our brains together and figure out how we can do some kind of a promotion where we send to uh, three students, five students, I don't know, coming together T-shirts on peaceful noncompliance. If they'll wear them to school and take a picture of themselves in school wearing them.
1: Yeah. By the way, I know you're a lawyer and you can make up phrases and things, but I think it's put our heads together, not rub our brains together. <laughs> Can't really put <clears throat> put, let's put our heads
0: together. <laughs> put our heads together. Yeah. I'm a lawyer. I can make stuff up. I can do. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, one more day on the road with you guys and then back in the studio. We're grateful for the opportunity that you give to us to be a part of your life. I am always honored and I do not take this lightly. I'm hoping and I'm praying that you see the value in the way that we take these current event issues and provide them to you from a constitutional and principle perspective because frankly without today's show right here you might believe CNN or at least because Fox is probably telling the same story they all come with the same news wire that this is an issue of First Amendment in the classroom no it's not an issue of First Amendment in the classroom um, people aren't talking none of the media is talking about the struggle between the Nations and and the states. We've got to understand how all of those things work. So, join us tomorrow. We've got another great show. I've already got all the stories lined up, all the articles for us to talk about from a constitutional and principle perspective. Thank you, JC, for joining me in in this battle for truth and principle, uh, liberty, justice, and the American way. (laughs) God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.